Good morning and welcome to breakfast with Brandy and the Missile this morning as Vossi gallivants over there in Las Vegas. If you're listening on SEN 1170 AM here in Sydney and for the first hour we welcome you listening on SENQ 693 AM up there in Brisbane. Patton Hills will be along shortly from 6 AM Queensland time. If you're listening anywhere else across the SEN network, good morning to you. Brandy, welcome. James, uh, great to see you again. Um, we're going to catch up with Vossi today, but we're going to catch up with Gordon Tallis tomorrow. So Gordy has been put in charge of looking after the, the trophy. Mm. Yeah, Security like, suits Not him. that they're handing that out over there, but... Why is it going over there? Good point. Is the grand final trophy in the Rugby League, the Premier's Trophy, is that like the Melbourne Cup where you can't touch it with bare hands? Well, yeah. Gordy's so Gordon's wearing gloves. <laughs> Gordon's got white gloves on, has he? Uh, so I, I thought... Well, I, I missed the boat to, to Vegas. I thought, well, someone should be over there looking after Gordon. Yes. like He needs a minder. <laughs> he does need a minder, doesn't he? How come he didn't go to Vegas? Uh, I don't know. I didn't ask. Did you want to? Not really. Yeah, okay. No. no. Next year? Uh, no. It's interesting. So we had the chat last night, uh, my girlfriend and I. It's, I think for a lot of people, it's just starting to set in now that this is happening. They're mm. in Vegas, and she's more of an AFL fan, but I've converted her a little bit to rugby league. And she's just started seeing a lot of the content of the people over there now. And she was a bit of a you know, moment for her where she was like, this is actually insane mm. that Rugby League is in Las Vegas. Yeah. She's like, can we go next year? So, well, if the Bulldogs were named as one of the teams playing, boom, yep. we're straight you're, there. You're going? Or if SEN, you know, gave a little bit of budget to <laughs> a live show over in Vegas. Um, uh, yeah, you'd if, go. If you were there to mind Gordy, maybe I could go to mind Brian Fletcher. Something. Something. Yeah. yeah. Something. I, I I would like to go as a fan. Yeah. I, I don't think I'd like to go and work. But, you know, Vossi eats that sort of stuff up. He's like, I, I think there's been very little sleep. He's been on air. He's been shooting. Um, shooting? Shoot, well, yeah. camera, with a camera. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I saw that um, a few of the boys over there have been shooting at a at a gun range. The Hello Sport Boys, uh, they work here on SEN as well. They're at a gun range. We'll have to find out a Fossey. So he'll join us live from the Vegas Strip a little bit later. I think he's going to be outside the Bellagio, which is, that's the one with the big... Fountains. Fountain the water the display. Yep. That's right. Pretty special. Pretty special. Yep. 29th of February today. Yes. So anyone that has a birthday, uh, our, our look back through history will be... Not, will be saying happy birthday to a couple of sports people that are born on the 29th of Feb, which yes. is so unlucky. very young. Well, which is unlucky, isn't it? <laughs> it like is it, unlucky, Like yeah. if, you, if, if there's days you don't want to be born on, uh, 29th of Feb would be one. Christmas Day would be another. Yes. You, you don't want a Christmas Day no. birthday. No. You, you don't My get Nana was born on 31st of December, so she was a New Year's Eve baby, which again is annoying. Probably parties are happening anyway, so yeah. you just become part of the party yeah it's not for you if it's your birthday we want to hear from you today one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. do you celebrate now brandy and i spoke about this do you celebrate your birthday on every other three years the 28th of february or the 1st of march now i think you gotta you gotta stay in feb gotta stay in feb that's yeah what, that's you don't what you don't move into march you, you're 28th of feb's your birthday which you celebrate so. Um, yeah, otherwise, uh, wait for the leap year, which it is this year, of course. And do we have, apart from Olympics, what else? 
What other sporting events happen once every four Com years? Games, Euros, the Euro. I think you, soccer yes. Euros are on this year. Do they happen every four years? Charlie's giving me the thumbs up. We have got Chuck in in uh, Chuck in the part of the seat. Well, actually doing something today. Yeah. Yes, he's panelling for us. So dangerous. And uh, we'll, we'll cross to Chuck. I've given him an assignment this morning to find out about LeBron James and his son, Bron- Br- Bronny. 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 Yeah. Okay. Because there's a blow up in the States about LeBron James and his son, Bronny. Mm. Uh, we'll, we'll get Chuck to, to cover it. I'm, yeah. I'm not over it. Yeah. Chuck's all over it. Uh, story in the paper today about Tom Trebojevic and his superstitions. Now, apparently, he has been keeping a $2 bill in his wallet for good luck. And he hasn't been injured since he's had this $2 bill in his wallet. Mm. The only trick there is that he's only had it in his wallet post-NRL season. <laughs> well, well, he's only had it post-peck, torn peck. Yeah. So he hasn't played. So, but I hope that $2 bill works for him. And, and so did, you know, did you know, I oh, like a $2 bill, is it rare? You can't get a $2 bill anymore I was thinking, in America? I was thinking when I read the story, the $2 bill, I can only remember ones. Uh, did you have any superstitions when you played? Any bills in the wallet? No. I f- on, on game day, did you used to get a little bit superstitious about maybe this might mean we're going to win or this might mean we're going to lose? No. No, I didn't really delve that deep into it. Every now and then I'd think... I should have a superstition. Yeah. Like I should, I should, you know, because you'd hear players talk about, I put on the left sock first and, or I do this or I sit there yep. and think about this or I, I think, and Matthew, every now and then Matthew I thought, John's famously used to have heaps. Right. Well, I, I thought that I should have one, but then I'd forget what, what it was. Chuck. Like I, yeah, Straight away. He's on it's it. wondering what the music was. There it is. Welcome, He's after Chuck. a full-time Welcome. gig. Yeah, he is. Yep. Did you? I, yeah, as as my career started going, I used to get a few more. You know, when you're young and nothing, rash and no, you don't, yeah. you don't, you don't care about anything. But as I was getting older, I'd, I'd get a few. But I'd look for little omens in a day. So, for example, um, yeah, what what might it be? Say, say, I was away with the boys on a we we're racing, and we we'd, yep. we'd play PlayStation or something on on race day, in, you mm. know, in our accommodation or whatever. Yep. And I get this thing in my head: oh, if I win this game. I'm going to win tonight in the race or something. Oh, that's dangerous. Yeah, see, we, I would, I wouldn't like. See, the, then, the then you got stuff. stuff like then you got stuff through the day meaning something. Correct. No, I don't want any of that. It drives you mad. It yeah. drives you mad. I know. I will see. That's why. I don't know whether that's why I di- I shied away from. It's best not to. I just had n- nothing came to me yeah. that meant that much through the day mm. that it would influence what happened that night in the game. Yeah. So I, just I, was, I was thinking about this the other night, right? So we, we could have this scenario where I'm having a second coming of career at 32 years of age. Well, you could. And well, you uh, are. <laughs> you are. <laughs> and I was thinking about this the other night with some of the things that get in your head as an athlete. Mm. And I was thinking about it. You know, this is a really privileged position where you come back with the knowledge of a swimming career the knowledge of a, uh, a, a part of a career in the media and, and how the other side of yep. sport works mm-hmm. and coming back with a bit more wisdom than a young, brash, ignorant athlete. And I was thinking about things like superstitions or, you know, when you go into you go into a big game, yep. for you as an athlete, it feels like 
the world will end if the result doesn't go your way. It is the biggest thing in the world. Mm. So, for example, a rugby league player going into a grand final or a state of origin, you think the world stops to watch that game. You retire, you move away from the sport, and you realise life moves very quickly. You know, and from an Olympic perspective, you think, you know, this is the biggest thing. Everyone's watching this. The world's going to end if I lose this race. Mm -hmm. Then as a spectator or a person in working in the media, you, you know, you watch that 100 free and 10 minutes later, you've written your article, boom, you're on to the next one. You, you're no longer thinking about it. It's that. over. That's it's right. over. Yeah. But as an athlete, you build that up and put it on such a pedestal that you literally think the world will end if the result doesn't go your way. Mm. And it's a really nice thing to have that perspective on life and potentially come back and have a second crack at it with a little bit more wisdom and just worldly I, knowledge. I, I think um, you know, if, I, if I came back as a player now with the knowledge I have now, like I'd be a much better player. Yeah. 100% much better player. I used to say that to my dad all the time after retiring. I, you know, I just, I wish I had the head on my shoulders that I have now mm. when I was competing because as an athlete, I, I think being an athlete almost slows your rate of maturity a little bit because you're almost like a big kid because you're still with a, a bunch of blokes every day, training, having fun and doing what you love. It's like, it's like you're still at school. Without sort the pressure of, of life, it, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I remember you, even, this is a little bit of a side one, but you know, you get, you talk to your accountant or whatever they talk to you about tax or whatever. Yeah. Ah, no dramas. You, you don't know? grow up until you retire. Yeah. You don't, you don't, you really don't. So, um, and superstitions is one of those things. They get in your head as an athlete, but it's because you really don't have that much perspective on life as a whole. So we'd like to hear from some of our listeners as well. Weekend sports, social sports. Junior sport, did you have any superstitions that used to get in your head a bit? Is Tom Trevojevic going to run out with this $2 note in the back of his pocket when he plays? How is this going to work? Oh, well, I think it's in his wallet. Yeah. So he'll, he'll have his wallet in his bag. Surely that can't transfer to luck on the field if you got it in. I would have thought it has to be in the sock That's or the undies or it's got to be on you if it's going to be lucky. See, well, like, again, I, I don't truly understand the superstition line of thinking. So I know, I, I know some great superstitions that people have. If you're a punter, what are your superstitions when you put money on a horse? See, I know I've got mates who put money on a horse and then refuse to watch the race because one time they had a big win when they weren't watching the race. I've got other mates that have to watch it and ride it home. Mm. I've got other mates that... Uh, weird superstitions around punting. I reckon they're some of the funniest ones out there. <laughs> that's, that's deep. It's like, deep. It is. It it's is. Deep. And, Actually, and, and one other superstition. My dad mm -hmm. could never watch the start of my swimming race. So when I was 16, I won my first national title as a swimmer. Yep. And I got disqualified for moving on the blocks. I flinched on the blocks. And my dad was watching it. And then I won another national title. And mm. he, for whatever reason, he missed the start of the race. He didn't see the very start of it. Yep. Got there. I won the national title. Mm. So then he got in his mind that if he watches me start the race, I might fall start. So I'm talking even Olympics. Yep. He would turn around. He'd be in the, in the crowd, just turn his back. Crowd, turn his back to the start. And then once they're in the water, <laughs> turn back and watch. Because that was just a superstition that he had. Because yeah. he'd see me full start. Yeah, yeah. When okay. I was a young I can, kid. I can understand that. Right. Yeah. So I don't call Penrith games. I haven't called Penrith games for eight years. Um, it's working pretty well. So the, the, <laughs> hang, hang on. The 2020 grand final, 
I didn't I didn't see a live Penrith game all year. I didn't go to a game. Yeah, I rarely go to a game because I'm working in I'm in the studio or at another game. Right. Um. So I went to the 2020 Grand Final. That was the first time I went to watch the Panthers that year. Okay. We lost. Yeah, yeah. We of course, lost. Of course. So I felt a lot better when the Grand Final was in Queensland the following year, COVID year. Couldn't I, go there to I watch. I couldn't go there. Yeah. So I was in studio. So I was working. So what did you do in 22? 22, I went. Ah, so and you've I, broken and, the curse. But, but yeah, but I was I was a little bit worried. Yeah, of course. Going to the grand final <laughs> in 2022. Yeah, yeah. well, and there's another one for fans of football teams. What do you do when your team's playing? Do you wear a lucky jersey, lucky socks? Can you not watch the kickoff? What are your superstitions? Sport is, is riddled with superstitions. I know famously Matthew Johns reckons... By the end of his career, he had so many superstitions that it was just driving his... Tied him in knots. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Tied him in knots. You know, we've infamously told the story on here on SEN of the bronze puller who had a certain superstition in the swimming world that he had to uh, lighten the load, for lack of a better word, before every race. Mm -hmm. And again, by the end of his career, driving him nuts. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Okay. That's Happy twenty ninth. Happy twenty ninth of February. That's yeah. it now. <laughs> oh, so Texas in oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. What are your superstitions around punting, around your football team, around your own sporting performances? Uh, massive show today. As we said, we've got Vossi live from Vegas. Vos Vegas, we're calling it now, not Las Vegas, Vos Vegas. Uh, we want to hear about uh, all the strip clubs he's been to, all the drinks he's had, all the money he's won gambling. Uh, has he slept? Has, has he gone the way of Alan of the Hangover and been roofied? <laughs> I, I, I don't think he's had much sleep. I, I don't know any about <laughs> any of the other things. Though, yeah, yeah, for different yeah. reasons to most football uh, players. And uh, before we have a break, uh, we do have to mention that the Matildas won ten nil last night. Yes. So they are through, which which Look, I, it was never in any doubt that they weren't the going. Powerhouses to. Uh, in world football of Uzbekistan, uh, the poor Uz- Uzbekis. They're they, gone. Well, they gave, up, they gave up a goal in the first 30 seconds, which was an own goal. <laughs> uh, we did have some stars. Michelle Heyman scored four goals. And um, I, I guess it showed just how much the girls struggled over there in Uzbekistan. We didn't score a goal f- until the 73rd minute. But they, uh, they got amongst it last night, which was great to see. And 54,000 people there to watch it. So we're saying the, the Uzbeks, no good on the road. They don't travel well. Not, not good travelers. Mm. Happens. My girlfriend told me at one point, score update, she said, I think it's 9-0 to the Matildas. I said, no, 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 that'd be goal difference. It'd be the away goals. They'd count as two, so it'd be, you know, six there. And then it must only be 3-0. Then I woke up this morning and checked the actual score. I was, sheesh. She's right. Is that a a record? No. No, No, it's not a record. No. What was the famous score? Australia beat... Uh, the, Fiji you t- or Samoa you're talking men's, or, yeah, men's. men's. I think it was fourteen nil or something. I was talking to thirty-one, thirty-one nil. I think it was Western Samoa. Yeah, well, I was talking to Boz about that, and he said that's that's actually very uncouth. There's some unwritten rules around mm. absolute drubbings like that, where you should take the foot off the gas after I think six nil or something well, like that, that. Well, that, what about the mercy rule, like yeah. in, in kids' sport? Yeah. Mercy rule. 50 yeah. nil. You, that's it. Game over. All right. Vossi from Vegas. Voss Vegas. We're going to talk to Daryl Halligan. This is exciting. Throwback Thursday today. 
A lot of great games to talk to him about. You've got an infamous game with Daryl Halligan. Uh, Jared Waitley's going to join us. He's in Wellington ahead of the first test. We've almost forgotten about that with all the Las Vegas fever. And, of course, Michael Carianis to update us on all the NRL news. Uh, we're here for Brighton's Lawyers, unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Brighton's Lawyers. Give us a buzz right now, one 1170 Were you born on the 29th of February? Very unlucky day to be born. You can be in the running for the Club Med Caller of the Year and your chance to win a trip to Bali worth, worth almost $10,000. You're on the home of sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM. Welcome back to SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. Uh, a stinker to actually, Ooh, yeah. yes, today's so hot. Um, I'm making the drive out to Penrith too after we finish here. 35 in the city, 39 in the west. Good morning if you're in Brisbane. You're with us for another half an hour before Patton Hills uh, get themselves busy. Mostly sunny up there, 32 today. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. Something that uh, I think it broke yesterday after we went off air about uh, Cohen Hess. Yes. ACL. ACL. So it looks like he'll be out for the season. And Thomas McKayley has been brought into the top 30 squad. So pretty good replacement. But he didn't set the world alight at the Tigers. I think he did a little stint over in... He did. So what happened to him? So he left the Tigers. Uh, he went overseas. He came back. The Titans picked him up. Mm. Or he went to the Titans. E either way, he lasted a week at the Titans. You're kidding. Then went back to England. So I had two stints in England. A, a, a very short stint at the Titans. Yeah. But when he first came on... When he first started playing for the Tigers, when he was a young... Like th four or five years ago... Very, looked very good. Could have looked awesome. very good ball carrier, but he yeah. played great on the weekend against the Raiders. Two tries. Yeah, scored two tries, two and, tries and and really picked them up when he got on the field. So a blow for the Cowboys to lose Cohen Hess, uh, but McKayley, um gets his chance. Brandy, we've we've got some uh, we've got some news. So the 29th of February. Now apparently, this is the only day where it's acceptable for women to propose. So Rob on the text line has asked us, Missile, have there been any unusual movements from Rose in the lead up to today? Has there? I'm trying to think now. Just make sure there's not a knock at the door. <laughs> and all. This could be an on-air proposal. Oh, I, I'm, I'm racking my brain now. I mean... Did you know that? Did you, I'd never, oh, heard, never of heard of that. I have never heard of that. Well... Everybody out there, 0457736736, will you propose to by your better half on the 29th, on the 29th of February? Yeah. That's uh, a very weird and wacky one, that one. It is. Uh, Matt says, boys, I can't listen. Now, this is, uh, this is superstition gone mad. I can't listen to the horse race or watch until the final 100 metres. I also cover one eye with my hand. It's full on. <laughs> Matt, you need to lay down on a couch and have someone... <laughs> Chat to you. Charlie Good, sir. You can't watch your teams play. Is that correct? Uh, that, that used to be the case. Any team that you support, you could not watch? No, couldn't watch. So it stemmed back from the 2010 AFL Grand Final. I'm a Collingwood fan. And I was out at an event all day. Come back. They're winning the whole day. And then we end up... Uh, the game ends up in a draw. 
and I'm like, I'm the curse. I'm the reason why they lost. I watched the next week when they played. They won by 50 points, but for mm. whatever reason in my mind, I was like, I'm the curse. So, so for all my teams, I couldn't <laughs> watch them play. Yeah. What's the point being a sports fan if you can't watch your team? Well, not, <laughs> not much. <laughs> so you just so I used to watch it on replay <laughs> after he knew the result. <laughs> you can't, I can't depressing. do that. Can you watch, do you find it hard to watch a sporting event where you know the result? Yeah. You do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What about you now? So you've got your uh, your sons, um, two got, of the four, playing a high level of, of rugby league. Do you find that difficult? Yes, mm. I do. I bet. I do. I, I Like, I love watching um, them play every other sport but rugby league. I, rugby league, yeah. watching them play footy is nerve-wracking. My dad used to be a nervous wreck watching mm. me swim. Nervous wreck. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Swimming's one of those weird ones as well where you know how racers are just a bit more nervy because you can't work into it. Yeah. You can't, yeah no, very, it's bang. Yeah. Bang, you need to be he, right he, there and then. Famously, before on. my first world title, one of my mates came over and he, he can get a bit clingy. And he, my dad was at home in Port Macquarie. My mum was over in China with me to watch, mm. watch the world champs. And my mate comes to the house 10, 15 minutes before my race. <laughs> And my dad was there on his own. He says, you've got to leave. Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. But not now. No, no not, not now. Not, uh, not for a world champs. Para Powerball says, a great result once again for the Matildas. However, off the back of the euphoria created for women's soccer from the World, Club last, world Cup last year, has that 10-0 result uh, dented the reputation of women's soccer? No one likes to see these types of results. Ask Missile. He has plenty of experience in this year, in this area over the past few years with the Bulldogs. <laughs> ah, thank you, Parapowerball. Uh, I don't think so. Brady. No, I don't think so. It's just part and parcel of them qualifying for the for the Olympics. It, yeah, you know, they, they, it, it might. They hurt, don't get to choose their it might their have opposition. Hurt the brand of football in Uzbekistan a little. Uh, Peter says, "Good morning. Watching the Matildas last night. The atmosphere was just incredible." The looks of joy on fans said it all. They just love this team and with good reason. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, we're talking about lopsided results. Uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll get Chuck to give us a rundown of... Yeah. Uh, we, we mentioned the it was America Samoa against the uh, the Socceroos. That's correct. Which ended up 31-0, which doesn't story. sound right. It doesn't sound right. Uh, you can have your say during the show on our Edgewater Homes text line 0457 736 Edgewater Homes Mortgage Fund. Get up to $1,500 a month off your home loan. T's and C's apply. Brandy, you've got the news up next. That's 6.30. Straight back after that, we're going to go through all the big sports headlines of the morning. You're here in the home of sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM. Thanks, Vanessa. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors, and land pride attachments. Here's some of the sports headlines of the morning. As we spoke about, Brandy, the Matildas have qualified for the Paris Olympics. Now we're chasing that Olympic gold for our Matildas. They've defeated Uzbekistan 10-0 at Marvel Stadium. Michelle Heyman continued her heroic Matildas return after six years, bagging four goals, including a hat-trick, obviously, including a hat-trick if she got four. Mm. That was in front of uh, 54,120 fans. Cross rather, and the ball back in. Oh, surely here it is, Heyman. She's got the second inside four minutes. Look at the space on the left-hand side for Steph Catley. The Matildas skip up with the ball in. Heyman is there again, and she's at the double. 
Fowler's early ball. Heyman's there for number three. A hat-trick in 15 minutes of international football on her return. It's a good ball in, or how did that stay out? Driven back in, and there it is. Heyman adding the finishing touches to an outstanding first half of football for the Matildas. That's right. Six-year absence, Michelle Heyman. She's 35. She scores four goals. Now, in cricket, if you, if you take four that consecutive wickets, yeah. it's it's a double hat-trick. Mm. So does Michelle Heyman. Is that a double hat-trick for Michelle Heyman? Yeah, I'll pay that. Same, same? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. The New Zealand Breakers have ended this Sydney Kings season. So we spoke to Paul Smith. Yes. Uh, they went down 83-76 at Kudos Bank Arena uh, last night. The Breakers now advance to face the Hawks in a do-or-do play-in game on Monday night after the... Jack Jumpers took down the Hawks 92-76 yesterday. Mm, Paul Smith, he was pretty confident about that game, wasn't he? This was the first time they've been in a play-in game in a number of years. So Sydney Kings all done for the season. No doubt there'll be a, a big review on their season. That's yes. below New coach. their lofty standards. New coach, uh, Mahmoud. Yes. Uh, see whether he survives. He's got a contract for next year, but... They don't mean much contracts in sport. No, they don't. In the AFL trials, Melbourne have defeated Carlton 101-63 to last night. I know you're all hanging out to get that score. Tonight, the Swans have their final hit out uh, with the Brisbane Lions at, wait for it, Blacktown. Interesting location. I wouldn't imagine massive Blacktown crowd for the Swans trial. Mm. Uh, Cricket Australia is considering adding a ninth team to the Big Bash with Canberra the likely contender, although New Zealand has also expressed interest. Bring them both in. Apparently Papua New Guinea in the race as well, backed by the Australian (laughs) government. (laughs) Uh, The first test between Australia and New Zealand starts this morning, straight after our show. Catch every ball live from Wellington with Jared Waitley, Ian Smith, Adam Collins and the rest of the SEN team. We'll catch up with Jared uh, shortly. Thanks yes. for making the switch to SEN 1170 AM, the home of sport in Sydney. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers.